the Knott family mystery. Christmas Eve 2020, a family vanishes in the middle of the night. The front door left wide open, both cars in the driveway, the table set for dinner. The only clue left behind, a note saying they're acting of their own free will. Where did the Knott family go and why? I'm Dawn Christensen, and you're listening to the Knott Family Mystery Podcast about the unsolved disappearance of Ray and Carla Knott and their six children. Is the coast clear? Great. Welcome to the secret version of Untying the Knots. When you first consider changing your family configuration, whether it be divorce, legitimation, a custody action, and whether you thought about it on your own or your spouse has raised the issue, your brain gets filled with an extraordinary amount of questions and an extraordinary amount of emotions. I'm Dawn. And I'm Kristen. And we're going to be answering all your family law questions in hopes that it will help alleviate some of the unknowns you're wondering about. Welcome to Untying the Knots. Between the two of us, we have 45 years of legal experience. We've been involved in over a thousand cases, including our own. We've handled all types of issues involving families, including same-sex marriages, divorces, custody modifications, and child support. We've had clients who've been married and divorced to each other multiple times, and we've helped people who have been together for as little as two weeks and those who've been together for over 30 years. Our hope is that you use this podcast like a search engine by scanning through our show notes for the main Untying the Knots podcast or on the podcast tab of our website to see a list of every question that we answer. We will give you the exact time on which episode to look for in both the main version of the podcast and the secret version. Okay, so I had an affair. Is this going to mess up my divorce case? Is this really a big deal? It's a matter of opinion among lawyers. I I think really good lawyers, by and large, are going to say, nope. Yeah, I I was hesitant to say that. I'm like, probably not. And it's sometimes deflating to people when they come to me because they feel that's their hook and sinker. Mm -hmm. Like, I have all this proof that he had an affair. And I want to burn him because of that. And this is, you know, look. Practically speaking, like we've said before, judges have a hammer and they see hundreds of cases from the most simple to the most egregious. How is this affair going to impact your divorce? I think there's a couple instances where affairs matter. Yeah, I do, too. I think on issues of alimony. Right. If you are the person that had the affair and it can be proven that it was cause for the dissolution of the marriage or the inability to reconcile. And that's a matter of proof. Yeah. Then it can limit or or prohibit you from getting any alimony. So that is one area. And we call this conduct, bad conduct. Right. um, That I think bad conduct can really negatively affect you. Right. Um, Generally, conduct doesn't really, I mean, people may not like you very much, right? You know, the judge may not like you, but guess what? If we could tell you the number of affairs we see, (laughs) the number of affairs judges see. It's very common. The the constellation of types of affairs and things that happen. Oh, my God. You're not going to like your vanilla affair. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care as long as you didn't do it in front of the children. Right. Right. I think that that's the other area. Right, Kristen? Right. It's it's. At the end of the day, what is the impact to the children and what's in the best interest of the children? So surely if you have 
a relationship outside of your marriage that the kids have been a part of or negatively impacted by some way, that is going to come up and be relevant. And negatively impacted doesn't mean, and you know, what I hear from people is that they will say, well, he had an affair. That's not good parenting. Therefore, he shouldn't get the kids. He shouldn't have custody of the children. And that's just not going to fly. No. No. I had somebody that said they were available to be with the kids all the time. Right. And they really should be primary parent because they've always been with the kids all the time. And we were able to prove through discovery and certain records that, hmm, they really you really weren't. weren't. Your choices were that you were with Susie Q. At <laughs> Susie's your favorite hotel. go-to I name. I like Susie Q at Hotel Have Fun. <laughs> That's HHF in case you were H-H-O-S. I was. I was. <laughs> and speaking of that, I think there's one more time that it, and it's, you know, it's another it depends situation. But I have had a case where, again, we've gone through discovery. I'm able to see all of the other person's bank statements and add it up. For example, each time that other party took their what we would call a paramour in case in our cases on vacation or bought them expensive things. When we're talking about the equitable division of your assets and property, that may come into play evidentiary wise if you have proof that the other person has really squandered or dissipated some of the marital funds in furtherance of a relationship outside of your marriage. That can be evidence. But, you know, practically speaking, is it really going to make a huge difference? Probably not. It is not your silver bullet. It's not. It may be your silver bullet on alimony. Right. But otherwise, it is just not your silver bullet. I know that makes no sense. And more often than not, this is where I have this conversation with people. The justice system is not always about justice. It's not about our sense of justice, which means Mm -hmm. this is a moral failing for some people, right? Some people may see it that way. Um, And... I should be able to right that moral wrong mm-hmm. in this court of law. That no. is not how it works, guys. It's not. Sorry. Big bummer. The court cannot change someone's behavior. Can't make them a different person. Can I use pictures and recordings that I secretly sent to my husband at our house when he was cheating on me? Be very, very careful. We are hunting wabbits. <laughs> So cute. Okay. Um, I don't want to keep saying it depends. Like, y'all are going to be like, do you ever give an answer to a question? But you really, the law is getting more strict about this. Yeah. Like, so let's talk about videos. Yeah. No. No, you cannot. You cannot in our state. If the other person does not have knowledge that they're being recorded in the home. And consent to it. And consent to it. Then the answer is no. You have a reasonable expectation of privacy in your own home when it comes to video recordings. Right. Now, audio recordings are different, and it's going to vary by state. I tell my colleagues in California this for answer, and they they freak when I say Georgia is a one-party consent state, which means if I'm a party to a conversation, I can record it. Right. You don't need to know that I'm recording it. Right. And it frequently can be used in evidence. So, you know, whether or not you record it is one thing. Whether or not it's admissible in court is another thing. Correct. That's why lawyers give questions, answers like it depends. <laughs> right. So you can't, but you, what you could not do, let's say that you're talking to my kid, like you're calling in to talk to your child in my house, but I'm not a part of that conversation. It would be illegal for me to record that conversation because right. you're not, not part, part of it. it. Right. 
pictures are okay. You can take pictures without any issue. Yeah, as long as they're not like, you're not taking them naked. The pictures of genitalia, naked pictures, clients often think they're going to go a lot farther with the shock value or whatever in court. No, no one wants to see that. And judges care very little about that you that. sexted. Well, he sexted with his girlfriend. Right. Judges and are like, yep. That's so why you're getting divorced. 700,000 other people. Exactly. They're like, great. Well, that's why you're here today. So let's go ahead and get this divorce done. Let's move like, on. I don't need to see it. Exactly. This podcast will be updated every few months to reflect any development in the law and any additional questions you might have. If there's a question you haven't heard answered, email us at info at smithfileslaw.com and we'll add it to one of our updates. Please share this podcast with any of your friends or family who have family law related questions. If you are in the state of Georgia and would like to reach out to our offices, please call us at 404-909-8300 or email us at info at smithfileslaw.com. The content on Untying the Knots does not constitute legal advice or the practice of law by Kristen Files, Don Smith, or Smith & Files, LLC. Listening to the podcast does not form an attorney-client relationship between you and the podcasters. All listeners should consult with a qualified legal professional regarding their individual questions, needs, or issues that may be of concern. We are not responsible for any action taken by a reader based upon any information on this site. All of the content on the podcast is for general information and educational purposes only. Don Smith and Kristen Files are licensed to practice law in Georgia.